Pokemon theories. Okay, just get straight into it. Yes, today we're going to be talking about Pokemon theories. I started looking at this and let me tell you something. I got sucked in. Kid you not. I just... I even went into some forums. Yes, this is something that um, was very interesting to be honest, you know. Like, have, have you ever thought about what's inside a Pokeball? Like, not... Now what's it made out of, but how does our Pokemon live inside a Pokeball? You know, is it, is it, like, like what goes on in there, you know? I, I know, I'm, I'm thinking too much about it, but, <sighs> you know, once it hits you, it's like, hmm. And, of course, Ultra Ball, Great Ball, Pokeball, Premier Ball. I'm pretty sure they're all made different because the Pokemon lives differently inside each Pokemon. And another thing, is there a way of putting a Pokemon, you know, let's say there's this funny thing I just, I ran onto online, you know, they showed a basic Pokemon. So it's like a little tiny apartment, you know, it's Pikachu chilling with his TV, a little tiny bed, like a little twin size and uh... He's playing his Switch. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like a little studio apartment, his Pokeball. And then it shows a Great Ball. A Great Ball is a little bit more, um, it's kind of like a whole house layout type of thing. Like, um, you have your bathroom, your kitchen, your living room. Uh, it's like a two bedroom, two bathroom type of thing. And then the Ultra Ball comes out and like, whoa. Calm down guys, you you know, you have this little tiny uh, apartment with like carpet and like a chandelier, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty nice, you know, and it goes all the way up to a master ball, <laughs> and your master ball, it is ridiculous, you're talking about a whole two-story house, backyard, a little tiny pond with like little magic carpet inside, um, he, Pikachu's outside and like you got little Pidgeys flying over, like this thing is like dope. The master ball, that's where you want to be at. Um, but yeah, let's start talking about these, uh, these uh, theories. This is a real good one right here. So, some, po some people believe that Ditto is actually a failed experiment of Mew. They both weigh the same, and Ditto seems to have almost the same color as Mew. Which is true, you know, he's a little bit brighter. Both are genderless. All of their base stats are the same. The they are only two Pokemon. They are only the two Pokemon that are able to use Transform, which is true. That is weird. Mewtwo is said to be the only successful clone of Mew, so it makes sense that they were other failed experiments. Mew and Di Mew and Ditto share shiny colors. Mew and Ditto can learn every move. In Ditto's case, only temporarily. Ditto is commonly found in the cave that Mewtwo is in. Also located in the Pokemon Mansion in Pokemon Yellow. And finally, Ditto just looks like a failed science experiment. You know, it's like Flubber. I don't know you guys have ever seen that movie, but... Yeah, it's like, um, you know, you're trying to clone something and then... Bleh, you just got all this goo on your hands and little ice pop out and... That, 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 is, that is wild, you know. They both weigh 8.8 .8 pounds. 
um, the genderless thing, I don't, I don't know about that. You know, it's a failed experiment, so I, I would doubt it would have any gender. Um, but yeah, that, that made me think for a couple of minutes, like, Pokemon researchers have been fascinated with Mew and for, you know, what happens, like in the Mew, movie, Mewtwo, the first movie, the first movie, Mewtwo, whatever, you know, they didn't get Mewtwo the very first try. They wouldn't be that happy, you know. So all those failed experiments, what happened to them? You get me? Pretty sure they had like a bunch of gooey stuff laying around and they're like, you know what, just release it. You know, it has eyes, it's breathing, it has a soul, people. You gotta let it out. So they did. <sighs> Alrighty, next one. This is Curious Bone Syndrome. It looks like Charizard and Charmander and even a Cubone. Okay, let's read this. For the healthy Charmander, the only time its tail is unlit is while still in the egg. Alright, of course, it's not born yet, right? Soon after hatching, one of the communal nests, mothers will start the tail burning with a flame that will last for the rest of the Charmander's life. Wow, that's that's pretty cool, you know, you it hatches and then it just like blows fire on its tail like as it wakes up. In some rare cases, the newly hatched remains unlit. Wow, that's sad. Usually not recognized by the common mothers, the infant is often abandoned in the Charizard's graveyard. Wow. Alright. Due to the wing-growing mutation of the final mature form, uncared-for Charmanders are prone to severe spinal deformities. Alright, that makes sense. There are some theories suggesting such rejected infants are in fact the Charizard community's way of dealing with the excessive rotten flesh their graveyards as surviving abandoned infants quickly resort to cam cannibalism. Holy shit. The freshly cartilage tips of the Charizard's ear spikes are supported by a knob of bone. Okay, rarely do worn skulls retain their teeth. Okay. Rejected infants favor skulls as sleeping dens, often wedging their hands, heads in long for outgrowing the shelter. The, the obsession is why the syndrome is so named curious bone syndrome. Aha, Q-bone, curious bone syndrome. The unlit Charmander often develops a curious obsession with skeletons, apparently imprinting on them in a similar way to healthy Charmanders do to their communal mothers. Ideal? Hardly, but the popular theory seems to exist only because Kangaskhan is a Pokemon who definitely does have a mother. And because someone edited a Cubone, spirit is resembled by a baby Kangaskhan. I figured I'd at least point out that the skull worn by Cubone looks a lot like a Charizard's head. That's true. That is so dope. Hmm. 
Alrighty, so I've heard of Kangaskhan and Cubone, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all heard that at least once. But I've never heard this theory where Cubone is actually a deformed Charmander. <sighs> it would be more believable if they had like maybe the same type, you know, if it was like like um, normal fire or but all right that's just a theory right all right let's move on to the next one <sighs> oh this one's this is also about cubone but um, this one's a little dark because it brings pokemon cubone it always wears the skull of its dead mother so no one has any idea what its hidden face looks like that's kind of true there is a story behind them that the creators of Pokemon took out. How, how, how would we know if it was taken out in the first place? As it was deemed too inappropriate for children, alright. There were 152 original Pokemon, but only got removed early on in the game. This Pokemon was Baby Kangaskhan. A Baby Kangaskhan would wear its mother's skull if she was killed turning into Cubone. Okay, so the mom died. They will turn into Cubone. This is just a myth. The creators removed it early on from the game, but couldn't fully remove all the code. Any Pokemon fan knows this guy. Oh yeah, Pokemon. I mean, missing number. Okay. Yep. I remember the little fuzzy. I always thought it was Mew, to be honest. This is what's left on the removed Pokemon. Baby Kangaskhan. When given a Kangaskhan skull, it would have evolved without it, with, without, what the fuck? This is what's left of the removed Pokemon. Baby Kangaskhan, when given a Kangaskhan skull, it would have evolved. Without it, it would have evolved into a normal Kangaskhan, which missing number does. That makes no sense. It was a story of death and mutilation deemed too extreme for children oriented game like Pokemon. I personally think it should have been kept. I don't know man. That's that's a bit dark, you know. Your, your mom dies and you're wearing her skull. You know, usually you just bury them, remember their memory, not wear them for the rest of your life. Huh. <sighs> Alright, I found this isn't really a conspiracy theory or whatever the fuck. Um, these are problems with Gen 1. Like with the first Pokemon game, there's a shit ton. I'm just gonna go over some. Um, using agility would completely negate the speed. You know what, I'm not gonna go into this one. But yes, I just wanted to, to talk about a couple of um, Pokemon theories because damn, like... That, that shit, you know, it, it, get, it gets a little weird, man, like, hmm, I don't, I don't know, like, that shit with the Pokeball and putting them in your PC, like, alright, you're taking this beautiful Pokemon that's in the wild, having fun with its family, smack it in the face with Pokeball, it's yours, badass. Um, good trainer would uh, limit himself, kind of like, you know, the, the TV show Pokemon, 
Ash rarely caught Pokemon, you know. But um, like in um, this new Pokemon series, it's on Netflix. Uh, he, uh, him, and Go, they're always Go is always catching every damn Pokemon he wants. And you know, right now it's so nice because they're inside uh, the Pokemon professor's. Uh, he has this big ass lab and. He has all of his Pokemon in there. He says he wants to catch one of each. Pretty sure he will. But, come on. How the fuck are you going to store 800 Pokemon? And let's say this Pokemon has a family, you know? Like a mom and a dad and kids and a wife and... You know, he's a, these Pokemon are going to end up in a PC. They're going to be forgotten. You're... you're, you're does that make you a shitty trainer? Or... Huh. Have you ever thought about that, to be honest? Come on. You know, you're catching these Pokemon. And yes, it's a video game, but... You know, it's... who knows? Who knows if it... Man. I was watching, um... Like, future... How, how, how technology is evolving right now. Now we have augmented reality and shit. I have, I still have my Game Boy and I play it. <sighs> and it shows how you can interact with Pikachu, of course. Pikachu only has like maybe 10 interactions. That it does the same shit pretty much every single time. But it's that's the first time that you can interact with your Pokemon, like, you know, like as a pet. And, um,. Now we have Pokemon Go, you know, augmented reality. You're actually looking at the outside and a little Pokemon pops out and you capture it, which if you think about it, you know, it's our reality and Pokemon kind of smashing together. So what's next? You know, pretty sure these phones soon are gonna like project little holographic images, you know, like, Or maybe VR. Who who knows? It'll be so dope if fucking um, Pokemon did some VR shit, right? Um, but yeah, like let's say the next step is going to be um, not augmented reality, but like a little, you know, like those fucking concerts that they have of Michael Jackson and like Selena, like. Where it's a laser show and they make them appear and you're like, holy shit. But it's a bunch of, it's a computer program generating their image, right? But then when when is somebody with enough money and who loves Pokemon so much gonna start, you know, messing with DNA? You know, we fucking cloned a goat or a sheep not that long ago and it worked. It died, but it worked. Pretty sure they did some more shit and they, they got that shit successful, you know? When when is it going to be, um, holy shit, the first Pikachu was created. And then when is it going to happen that, holy shit, that Pikachu killed everybody in the lab, you know? Who knew we couldn't fuck with electricity? And, um, could Pokemon take over the world? Yeah, that shit's, that shit's for another episode. 
those were just a little bit of theories. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you guys. I'm going to be sending out fresh content soon. And I am going to keep this conspiracy theories, these Pokemon theories. Because, shit, it just makes you think. And who knows? Who knows what's what's like what's real and what's not real right thank you please share this podcast let's get some audience in here thank you so much for tuning in peace out